This episode of Atomic Geekdom is brought to you by PennantChase.com, the home of free baseball simulation leagues. Sign up today and join a variety of leagues featuring every player from the history of Major League Baseball. Thanks and enjoy the show. My name is Dave, and joining me tonight, uh, just from Atomic Geekdom, is Danny. Hello. And then Matt, a regular guest now on the Atomic Geekdom podcast from Two Broke Geeks. Hello. And two very awesome and very special guests, Bo and Bell, from a million different podcasts that I'm sure all of you have heard from. (laughs) Uh, Just to name a couple that are related to our genre, Panel to Screen, Flash TV Talk, Arrow TV Talk. Um, I think, does that about cover it, guys? I think that's what we do together. We're also uh, the creative team behind the webcomic, The Brogues. Mm. Yes. Of course, can't forget that. Got to plug that on every chance we get. And, awesome. <laughs> uh, and you can find that on Twitter, right? Yeah, you can follow uh, at Brogues Comics uh, or at Brogues Comic on Twitter, or you can just go to, go to thebrogues.com and, uh, and find the webcomic there. Yeah, very cool. And um, we did this once before, but we're actually live too. And I'm not going to edit this out because editing takes work. Uh, <laughs> so through this conversation we might jump into their their uh their chat room here and get some comment commentary from from the fans of bow and bell uh is it bow and bell or bell and bow which one do you guys prefer do you guys fight over that i prefer oh. bell and bow right hey, <laughs> i think bow and bell has a certain ring to it I think I think that does. I mean, we've always talked about you being the Andy to my Conan, so I feel like you know, Bo and Ooh, some sense there. That's a, no, no, it's, it's it's not it's not an insult. That's a compliment. No, I mean, Andy, Andy's the best part of Conan. Sure, sure, but he takes a lot of abuse. Well, but so that yeah, exactly, he's the Andy to my Conan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can dish it too. You're smaller than me. Don't forget that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, Bell was part of the, probably the coolest thing ever: the birthday celebration in a grad suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Uh, I have to thank uh, B and, uh, oh, gosh, who else? Uh, several of the fans actually pulled their money together and bought this gorilla costume, and I took it on a pub crawl around my neighborhood as Gorilla Grodd. It was amazing. Yeah, man. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who else did. I know B did, and I did. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything to get a guy in a gorilla suit going on a pub crawl. That's yeah, true. Was- that's true. It was a lot of fun seeing that. Uh, I think if you hashtag ring that bell, look for that on Twitter, you can still see some of the photos of uh, Bell drunkenly stumbling around, <laughs> taking <laughs> random photos with different people <laughs> in this gorilla costume. And uh, several people actually took photos with me. That was kind of interesting. <laughs> sure, man. Something, something about a man in a gorilla costume. That, that should, uh, that should uh, gather your attention for sure. I think if you guys do any convention circuits, you gotta, you got to bring the costume and do interviews like that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We made the joke, uh, you know, we, we had kind of some technical glitches. We just got done doing it, our live call in after the flash uh, season one show. And uh, we had we had blackout during our first night. And so I made the joke on on uh, Facebook and Twitter that uh, Captain Bo and Gorilla Bell from the reverse flash TV talk podcast uh, <laughs> shut us down. And Bell even made the, the comment that it was 
a new rogue by the name of Dead Air who <laughs> came in and <laughs> took us out. So, uh, mm. so yeah, we, we should we should totally cosplay Captain Bo and Gorilla Bell. I love that. There you go. Now I've got this this wanting to do the reverse Flash TV talk. I uh, <laughs> very much on board for this. Uh, I think the Twitter handle is already taken. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, okay, so the reason we've got this this smorgasbord of of awesomeness uh, is because we're gonna tackle the much debated, much argued, much uh, trolled topic of Marvel versus DC. It seems uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to keep it civil. <laughs> uh, it seems like every time there's a, a news about some kind of Marvel uh, actor being cast or a movie coming out or a trailer or DC. There's there's one side fighting the other side. No one can ever just be happy that, oh, hey, we got to see Batman versus Superman finally. We can't just be happy. We have to say, well, Iron Man was better. And and then it starts from there and just gets into this whole hater thing. But tonight we're going to just talk about the, the two aspects of the both companies and kind of weigh in on which side we might be on. And it's perfectly okay to be on both sides uh, if that's the case. So I want to start with where did you start as a fan? Was it with Marvel or with DC or both? Uh, typically, I think when we get started with comic books and stuff, you probably start with one character and that ropes you into the world of comic books. Um, and and Danny's with us more of a, on a, on a cinematic and te- television side. He didn't get too much in the comic books, but we'll get there with him. But I want to ask, we'll start with Matt. Where, where did you start as a fan? Uh, with Batman, a hundred percent with Batman. Um, my dad used to watch the old 60s Batman TV series with me back when it was on Nick at Night when I was a kid. And um, I started reading Batman comics. So I've been mostly a DC guy with the exception of uh, an awful lot of Spider-Man mostly my life, uh, most of my life. But I've been branching out more recently into more Marvel comics, uh, trying to learn more. Uh, since Marvel began their whole cinematic journey with Iron Man. All right, uh, Bo? Uh, for me, it was really kind of in the 90s, the uh, the rise of, uh, of uh, Marvel cartoons, specifically with the Spider-Man and X-Men cartoons. And so I immediately attached myself to Peter Parker. And so, you know, the first comic book I ever got uh, it was a was a Spider-Man book, and actually, I, I for a while there was collecting exclusively uh, Spider-Man books. So I, I think definitely Marvel. Okay, all right, uh, Bell. So I probably started uh, the, the the early '90s cartoons helped, but I my first really foray into comics was through my brother-in-law, who gave me a bunch of his old comics. And he, I started out on Wolverine, but I also got a lot of Batman stuff, and so that kind of got me into the DC side of things. Wolverine got me into Marvel and X-Men and stuff like that. Uh, the the old Batman comics that he gave me got me into the Batman side, and from there, you know, Nightfall uh, had just started coming out uh, around that time, and so that just got me hooked on on, on Batman. But, uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say I'm probably more Marvel on the comic side of things, but uh, definitely started with, with Wolverine and kind of branched out from there. Okay. Uh, Danny? Um, if we're just speaking exclusively of comics, I would say that most of what I've read tends to be DD, uh, DC. Uh, my movie side seems to lean more towards a Marvel. Uh, it's just because when it comes to the DC movies, I feel they've been few and far between pretty inconsistent and also pretty much the same ones. You're, you got your <clears throat> Batman, you got your Superman, and that's kind of what they've done over and over again. Um, 
but uh yeah so comic wise i tend to lead more towards a lot of batman comics that's where i tend to focus on well, it doesn't have to necessarily be just comics. What brought you into this this culture? The, the... well, yeah, I would have to agree with um, that. The uh, the X Men cartoon was a really big part of my childhood. I remember that very fondly, and I've gone back and watched it pretty recently, and still enjoyed it to this day. Yeah, I'd say I'd have to agree with a lot of that. The the nineties cartoons started with X Men for me, and then uh, Spider Man popped up in there as well. Um, but then there was also, um, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I remember I have a very fond memory of you and I calling many a toy store, trying to track down a Hawkeye action figure, <laughs> um, <laughs> for like, like a week, weeks. I feel like uh, the, the days before yeah. the internet, when he had to use the yellow pages. Yeah. Just calling everyone and pretty much walking to most of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was fun. I guess yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, it was around that time. For those that don't know that are listening, Danny and I are brothers. Uh, yes. uh, okay. So ah. there we go. no, I was his ward. He is <laughs> right. Oh, <no>. Yeah. <laughs> D- Danny's a, 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 an expert acrobat and I took him in. What a terrible keeper of secrets. Just to find a Hawkeye <laughs> action figure. And then I, then just I asked Tom Riddle about his chamber. I just, I messed that one up too. <laughs> oh, a Harry Potter drop. Interesting. Oh. Well, yeah, come on, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so X-Men in the 90s, and my, my, my dad had a big collection of, of long boxes, and it was all, it was older stuff, so it was DC for, like, almost exclusively. Uh, the first comic book I got myself was a Wolverine comic book, but by then I was already into the 90s uh, cartoon and well-versed into that world, and then there was the Batman animated series, and then it just kind of sprung into both worlds for me. Uh, so I... I have to say from the start, I was probably both, um, which is not something that you commonly hear. Uh, but I enjoyed both. Not to say that you guys didn't, but. Um, okay, so right now, your favorite character, do you have one favorite character from each company? Or is it just solely like uh, it's DC, The Flash, all the way? No other no other uh, character is, comes close to, to this person. We kind of mentioned it. Your first, your first encounter is usually your favorite. But over time, you get, you know, you get experienced to, or you get, uh, uh, my brain stopped working, but <laughs> you get to see different kinds of, of, of heroes and villains and some, so they might replace your, your initial, uh, run in with, with an, with a comic book character. Danny, do you have a favorite right now from either company or both? Um, yeah. So, um, Batman. I mean, it's always Batman, honestly. Like, if if I have if if the only choice is Marvel and DC, out of everything that I have experienced, it's always Batman, and that includes Batman and Robin. Well, um, for this conversation, it's <laughs> exclusive to Marvel and DC. That's what I'm saying. But like, yeah. So for me, it's it's just Batman. It's that easy for me to decide. So All right. Boring. Yeah, it's so boring, but honestly, it's just that that is a world that I I I am quite quite fond of. Um and it's not like it, it's it's the, it's like the same thing that I, like so th- like for me there's like a scale of things. There's like there's bad stuff which sometimes is good. There's mediocre which is like the worst. There's good which is like yeah, that's fun to enjoy. And then there's comfortable. And yeah. comfortable is just the nicest place to be. It's why I've read Harry Potter a ton of times. It's why I've <laughs> why I love Batman. It's because I know it, and I, uh, and it, it is it is something that I can trust in. 
Hey, I can respect that. You know what you like. But, but plus, mm-hmm. if you if you go like full on Batman, I mean, there's so many different uh, flavors types of Batman. Of Batman. Yeah, Absolutely. that's the best mm-hmm. part. I, have I, you guys I ever seen Batman. the? Um, have you guys ever seen the? Uh, there's a there's a classic Batman serial from I think like the 50s. It's in black I own and white. Both sets of those. Okay, so the one where it's <laughs> like was... Batman takes over, where he's going against the Phantom, I think. Uh, there was two. There was two. There was one that was Batman, and then there was one that was called Batman and Robin. That was the sequel. Yes, Batman and Robin uh, is the one I have seen. They're both atrocious. They're both <laughs> and I can guarantee. I guarantee Danny's only watched it because it was done on riff tracks. Indeed, indeed. That's the only way to really experience it, honestly. Um, because the Batmobile isn't even the Batmobile. It's like a giant Buick, basically. It's like a huge mm-hmm. giant boat. The Buick um, Mobile. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's a ridiculous machine, um, and 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 Batman and Robin look ridiculous. <laughs> it's just it's just real bad. <laughs> All right, uh, Bell, do you have a favorite now from either company, both, whichever? So Wolverine, I think, has always been my favorite, uh, just because that was the first character I was really introduced to. Uh, overall, I'd say it's Wolverine. Uh, I really like Deadpool. He's kind of come into his own, and, and I've really sort of appreciated what they've done with him recently. But that's more of a recent thing. Uh, as far as DC, um, probably Batman. I always thought Superman was kind of, you know, I, I thought he was cool, but at the same time, he's just, like, really one-dimensional a lot of times. And, like, I really like what they did in Man of Steel with Superman, so I, that's kind of changed that opinion there. But overall, I'd say it's Wolverine. Uh, for DC, probably probably Batman. Okay, and but Flash is a Flash is a very very close second. It's just I, I have more experience with Batman. I, would I was say. gonna say your, your fans are listening. You better be careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy though because like doing Flash TV talk, I really knew nothing about Flash before that. I've learned so much about the character. I like it so much. It's like it's 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 almost there at that pinnacle like favorite character ever kind of thing. But you know. It, childhood is a very powerful thing <laughs> and nostalgia is very very hard to to upend and supplant so yeah uh he's up there flash is up there but i, I think wolverine's got to take the uh the prized first position your dark claw all the way right wouldn't that be <laughs> <Dark> claw, <laughs> dude? yeah yeah the, the amalgam yeah absolutely i was debating about whether or not to bring up dark claw who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was a side his side though yeah when, when, when Dark Claw pops claws, what sound does it make? Is it snicked or is it like batchnicked? <laughs> Pow snicked. Like Pow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It's snicked. It's done in that like big 66, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. The, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Bo, your favorite? Yeah, I think um, I think you're right when you say that kind of your first is is kind of holds a special place, and and Spider-Man, Peter Parker, uh, definitely from Marvel is is my favorite. Uh, as much fun as a lot of their characters are, I mean, it just it always goes back to Peter Parker as a character that I kind of relate to, um, and really really like. For DC, honestly, up until Blackest Night, it was probably Superman. I, I didn't really have a, a strong favorite on DC, but I would probably claim Superman. But after Blackest Night, there, and, and if you've never read that comic book series, the idea is, um, you know, the Green Lantern, he, he draws his source of his power from the emotion of will. Uh, but there's all this, this, this huge emotional spectrum with all these different colors related to these different um, emotions and, uh, and then also just kind of this um, connection between the emotion and the wielder of said power. And uh, when the blue power, power ring of hope 
was given to Barry Allen instead of, you know, uh, Kal-El Superman. And Barry Allen was kind of deemed as the embodiment of hope in the DC universe. I kind of, I was scratching my head. I was like, what? This guy? Why this guy? Shouldn't Superman be hope? Isn't that like his whole shtick? And ever since that happened, it got me involved in Barry Allen. Like, who is this guy? And I went back and read Flashpoint and Rebirth obviously came out about that same time as well. And um, really dug into that character. And so, uh, so for DC, definitely the Flash. I was more of a Wally guy up until the uh, the new series, and I've really gone full, you know, hardcore Barry Allen. For me, the best moments of uh, of the Flash are what I kind of call Speeder Man, where it's Barry Allen cha- channeling Peter Parker, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Speeder Man, man, it's, he just has these very Spider Man like moments, and I I, I call it Speeder Man. Speeder Man, Speeder Man. See, I, I wasn't gonna pay attention too much to the chat, but I have to now because someone just said Batman's not a superhero; he's just a dude. <laughs> And that that stirs the anger. Uh, But no, he's just trying. He's just messing around. Uh, Very funny, though. No, 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 no. All right, then we work our way back to Matt, your favorite. Uh, Batman, all the way. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Batman was Mm -hmm. uh, my gateway comics. And uh, I... Batman, every, I, you know, all kinds of man action figures. I have a bat suit. I've got Batman movies and everything. But uh, my second, uh, not necessarily a close second, but uh, getting there is a uh, Spider. Uh, I've just been recently rereading the entire uh, Ultimate Spider-Man run, uh, which is fantastic, and. Um, after that, it goes for a couple DC characters, uh, Flash and Green Arrow and Green Lantern, and then Captain America. So too many Marvel characters on my list. <laughs> uh, for me, and uh, like I said, it goes back to the first. It's Batman, and, and not one that gets mentioned a lot, but Gambit is my oh, favorite. I you going to say that. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah, Gambit's great. Yeah, my favorite is great, especially in the original X Men cartoon. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, Oh, you always loved Gambit because of the uh, New Orleans and Cajun connection. I did, man. I resonated with that. I was like, "Yeah, it's a Cajun dude. He's he's Cajun. It's awesome." (laughs) (laughs) We need need more of us, and you know, a Cajun superhero. He's like the only one, and he's like the the antihero too. He's not like he's just stealing stuff all the time. Yeah, Yeah, Gambit. Gambit has one of my single most favorite uh, panels in any comic I've ever read, and I think it's in Gambit issue number one, where he charges up a piece of gum and spits it in a guy's face. <laughs> I don't. Even, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. That's it's such a good. It's such a good panel. It's it, it it's amazing. <laughs> All right. That's a good. That's a good comic. I, I liked the Gambit comic. Uh, yes, I did not like the Gambit in Wolverine Origins. Uh, Duncan oh. Rigari in the chat room. Uh, that was pretty awful. I don't know that anybody did. I liked him better when he was just a name on a computer in like the second one. <laughs> right. That was his cameo. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the best cameo that we've seen of Gambit thus far. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh, come on. But now we have now we have Channing Tatum to look forward to. No. You know what? I, I say what you will, I like Channing Tatum. You gotta believe. He, Go ahead. He, he's not he doesn't you know, he doesn't take himself too seriously. And I, I don't know. I, I twenty one jump street was was freaking hilarious. <laughs> and I, I thought that he was great in it. I thought he had like an excellent uh, 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 
rapport with uh, Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. and I, I, I think, I think he can do it. I think he's capable. Um, Channing Tatum is good. He was, um, he was fantastic in uh, that movie Side Effects. I don't know if anybody watched that, but he's really good in that. I did not. It's a good movie. Yes. I heard he was the bomb in Phantoms. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, dude. Yo. Right. Yo. Uh, okay. Like was the bomb in Phantom Joe. <laughs> uh, actually, it was funny. Um, Jason Mewes was at the convention we were just at this past weekend, and somebody asked him to do the rap from the beginning of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Oh, nice. I had to wonder how many times people ask him to do that at these conventions. Oh, over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> It's I'm, like asking Michael Rooker if he wants a chocolate pretzel or you know, uh, asking Brian O'Halloran if he's supposed to be there today. <laughs> yeah, Rooker Rooker did get asked. He was asked, so chocolate covered pretzel? And he said, no. Oh, <laughs> and then it went downhill from there. Then he just, Michael Rooker was in was in Mallrats. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Mr. Svenning. He'll Yandu. be in, he'll be in Mallrats, Mallrats too. Oh, yep. he will be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. dude, why did I never put that together? <laughs> I, don't I don't know where i was yeah absolutely wow yeah I, it's good thing that uh mr spelling didn't whistle or in mall rats because you know that arrow would have like you know <laughs> yeah <somebody. laughs> that'd be amazing uh okay so back to the debate all right now let's kind of dig into some of the topics that get thrown around as far as uh, the, the arguments, like, we'll start off kind of lightweight here. Uh, Marvel, a lot of their heroes are based in real cities. Uh, most of it in New York, which is kind of annoying to me. But DC has a lot of uh, mostly f- uh, fictional cities. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do you guys fall on? Is that better or worse? Or does it matter to you at all that DC is strictly fictional and Marvel is based, <laughs> like, like I said, solely almost in New York? Um, and we'll start with Matt. Uh, doesn't matter at all. Um, fictional cities, real cities. I mean, uh, you kind of get the idea that even though like Gotham and Metropolis are fictional, they exist alongside New York City and Chicago. They come, they're cities that come up, so that's fine. And it also lets them uh, kind of create an entire uh, like. Uh, Batman wouldn't be Batman without Gotham City being its own character. So there's that. And Very then, true. Uh, Marvel ha- taking place almost entirely in New York is also fine because uh, it takes uh, that real world element and just supplants a little bit of the uh, the fantastic on top of it. So that's fine. Okay. Uh, Bo? <laughs> Uh, you know, there's there's benefits to going both ways. I think about with DC having kind of uh, these fictional cities of Metropolis and Gotham, you can really make them your own <coughs> and uh, and do kind of some crazy stuff like shrinking down Metropolis to you know to be put in a bottle for a while, or um, or even taking that city and bringing it into the future as as happened in, in kind of the uh, pre New Fifty Two uh, iteration of the city, but. You know, with Marvel, you do have the benefit, and um, I think I think it it helps the storytelling of being connected to the real world, even though it is fictional. So, like when when you know big real world events like nine eleven happens, you know that that's impactful. You can't ignore that, and so it, it makes that kind of sense of connectivity between the reader and and the um, and the characters all the more powerful when they have to experience. Uh, events like that, or even just with Civil War, and, and you kind of think of the undertones that were there, or Dark Rain, and kind of the undertones that were there, just kind of from a 
uh, an emotional and, and political and legal standpoint, um, I, I, I kind of have to lean more on the side of real cities because it just moves you a little bit closer to the fictional characters themselves when they have to experience what you have to experience and vice versa. Right. And that's actually going to lead into the next debate topic, which is I'm glad you brought that up. It's that's very true. You can see in a panel, a street you might have walked down in Times Square or something in a Spider-Man panel. Uh, the artists will pull right from the real city, which is kind of cool. But I, I agree with DC side of having that that fictional city where you can do so much with it um, and kind of create your own universe, which you, you can do in Marvel, too. But um, Bell. You know, it's I'm kind of torn between the two because Gotham as a character is a really, really, really cool idea. Uh, it's this fictional city, and it, it's just got its own. You know, it's it, it's it's alive, right? You know, it's it's what spawned Batman. It's really, really neat. Uh, Metropolis, I could give or take, right? I don't really have a connection to Metropolis. I think the idea of Gotham though is a really, really neat idea. But there's also with the real cities. It's like Bo said, it's really neat when you have a, a, a tragedy like 9-11 happen, you can really make a powerful statement, uh, just like the, the Amazing Spider-Man issue, mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. black issue that came out right after 9-11. Like, that was a really powerful comic, and uh, I thought that was really a really nice way to kind of, you know, pay homage to that and say, you know, we're all uh, – this this all affects everybody, and, and, and that was a cool thing. But, you know, also with the real cities, you can, it, it can kind of be a limiting factor sometimes because – uh, you know, if you live in New York, uh, you know, sure, you can see this building or you can see this street, but like it's also a lot of times they'll make these cities a whole lot bigger than they really are. And it's it's mm -hmm. kind of weird in that regard where like, you know, Hell's Kitchen is a really, really small area. But in Daredevil, it felt <laughs> yeah. like it was huge. You know? Yeah. And, and, it, and it has to. Uh, yeah, that, that wasn't real. Yeah. Daredevil yeah. So, was, so, yeah. And it has Daredevil, to be, Hell's I Kitchen think. Hell's Kitchen is half Manhattan. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and there's, so there, there's some of those times where you're looking at this thing and it's like, OK, well, uh, sure, it's New York and that's cool. But at the same time, it's not New York. Mm -hmm. So it, it's almost a mix of a fictional city and the real city. So you're not getting mm -hmm. real New York every single time. You're getting, you know, an artist's interpretation of New York or a cinematographer's interpretation of it. And so it's, it's, it's a little bit different, uh, but it's still neat just to have a real city because there, there's a tour you can actually go on in New York to see all the different locations in like the Marvel comic universe and things like that, which is which is which is super cool. But, uh, you know, at the same token, it's not always New York that you're seeing in the comics. It's it's yeah. you know uh, an exaggeration. Right. Because if you don't make it bigger, then you're wondering, well, if Daredevil's in trouble, why doesn't Spider-Man just swing over to help him or Fantastic Four? Why don't they just help out? You know, you have well, to, Avengers, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Which could pull you out of a story. I don't think it does to too many people, but uh, all right, Danny, close it out. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of fall on the same thing where it's like you can do good with both. I, I tend to always be slightly more attracted to something that 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 is fictional, just because I'm a fan of just complete like a complete world building rather than having like a basis. Like it's 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 more interesting for me to explore somebody else's imagination rather than a place I've actually been to or anything like that. Like. Like it's it's always interesting to see those and like yeah I liked seeing Boston in uh in um what was that Ben Affleck movie the town I, I like seeing Phantoms. that yeah so yeah <laughs> Phantoms yes they also shot Phantoms in Boston um, yes. uh, did they really shoot Boston. Boston no they did not um but yeah I always find that more fascinating because that's it's it's just it, that, that that that's why I like things like. Harry Potter that do a very good 
job of combining those um where you have the two side of london that doesn't exist and then and then the comics also the marvel comics tend to do that as well with their versions mm-hmm. of like new york and and uh stuff like that um so i don't know i i, I like i like both but I, I, my heart will always be in gotham <laughs> okay yeah. are you ready yeah, no, it's, 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 it just has so much it just has it does just have so much personality in itself i mean i mean the it, it has a place called murder alley i mean come on yep <laughs> but that's the thing though right like metropolis i might want to go to metropolis and visit metropolis i would never want to visit gotham no oh, yeah, yeah. no i mean like <laughs> it, you guys play arkham city like the places the places run by crazy people like, <laughs> well, i might want to go to coast city or central city <laughs> oh, sure. starling all, all of these cities starling are, city are active like buildings get destroyed on a weekly basis just yeah, oh, yeah. there's there's nowhere <laughs> safe you can go to coast city on a bad day when hal jordan's not in a good mood and the whole city's gone yeah, <laughs> shortly after the death of Superman. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, not not fun. Uh, okay, so pulling pulling from the realism, this is a debate that, uh, and it's actually flipped from comics to movies. The, the the sides are kind of flipped. In comics, Marvel is more serious and darker and uh, more realistic, while DC is more fun and light. Uh, I would disagree with that. Okay. Just I just would. Um, I've don't think marvel is necessarily more serious i just think that's character dependent i think that depends on what book you're reading what character you're reading who's writing at the time uh i'm you know like i said i'm rereading ultimate spider-man by brian michael bendis and it's not a necessarily a serious or dark comic at all it's a lot of fun and on the other hand i'm also reading uh, Snyder and Capullo's Batman, which is totally dark and gritty. So I I just think it's character dependent and author dependent. It's a valid point. I think overall, <clears throat> when I looked, uh, I did quote unquote research on the debate because for me, there's no debate. I could care less. They're both awesome. Right. Exactly. Um, so when I looked to see what people talk about as far as what gets their ire up and what 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 you know stokes the coals or whatever that I uh, probably totally mishandled that uh that, that phrase uh stokes the fires there we go um they say marvel's more serious and rooted in reality uh there's you know mutants and <laughs> doctor strange and there's 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 a play <laughs> so magic a lot of radiation right yeah. right yeah. but then then they flip it on its head and dc movies well, they're too dark. They're too serious. Marvel has way more fun in their movies, which I think is a valid point, not that it's a bad point. Can I can I say something to that though? No. I well, I just I just don't agree with that statement at all though, because I don't feel like DC movies are inherently darker um because just the Batman ones kind of are, honestly. Oh, I mean, some of those Superman oh. movies are pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah. they're not. They're not yeah, exactly dark. I'm talking current. Current. See, current yeah, though. I mean, current. I would. I would also say the same thing. The, the the Batman movies are only that way because of the man who directed them and the source material they were going with. If they had gone with a different Batman, it, it would have ended up like Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's kind of a. I mean, at one point, Michael Keaton basically becomes Beetlejuice as Batman. So, like, <laughs> yeah. he, he's not exactly the most serious. Like, yeah, but, it, but it really depends. The thing, the thing is, though, I mean, if if you look at kind of what you know the the current movies are, I think you got to look at more the postmodern take on superhero films. 
which for DC, you know, if, if you kind of take the idea that the postmodern take is is this connected universe, then so far for DC, we've gotten one film, and that's Man of Steel. That's the only thing that right. we have to base off of what they're going. And yeah. so, you know, I, I can understand the criticism of saying that, well, it's all dark and broody if you're just looking at this one film, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is fair. But I don't think that you can kind of stamp all of DC films as that. I mean, yes, if you look at some of the promotional material coming out for Suicide Squad, Batman versus Superman, Aquaman, and everything else, it does kind of have that darker, gritty thing. But I don't know that we can really judge it until we're able to sit down in a, you know, Dawn of Justice, in a super, uh, a Suicide Squad, in an Aquaman film. We need to actually see these before we can really pass judgment and say, you know, DC is this universal, you know, dark and gritty take on superheroes. I, I totally agree. It's it's the cart before the horse type of situation right now where they're debating. Well, it, it's, look at the trailer for Batman vs Superman. It's all doom and gloom and very heavy. Uh, and then we're we're getting a movie about villains in the next you know in in the next part of their plan with Suicide Squad. And then <clears throat> you look at Marvel and Tony Stark is just sarcastic and witty, and that's the character. I think Incredible Hulk wasn't extremely bubbly and funny. Um, Every character in the Marvel universe is witty. It's yeah, it's yeah. Well, crazy. Captain America is pretty straight laced. Your Boy Scout, uh, and he, you get you get your comedy yeah. from outside yeah, of yeah. him. Um, yeah, yeah. Your your supporting no, he's, cast. He's, he's, I think he's just a different. He's got a different kind of funny going on. I think it's a sure. Than, nation, right? Yeah, coming a from the nineteen forties into the modern day. Like that's what's funny. That that's that that's how Cap's funny. I understood that reference. You know, things like that. It's just him reacting to the future yeah, yeah. is what makes him witty and funny. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. And then you look at Thor and you kinda of get that same thing same thing where he's kind of this outcast uh and, and everything is funny when he's with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's so out there and so different. Um, Smashing glasses on the floor and stuff. <laughs> right. Another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Guardians was very rooted in humor, but very much with the the, the feels, as the kids say, um, throughout that entire movie. And, oh, and for sure. And you're going to get that, I think, with Ant-Man, too, where there's going to be humor because mm-hmm. it's Paul Rudd. Yeah. And, but there's going to be some seriousness there, I, I have to imagine. Uh, again, cart before the horse. We haven't seen any of it, but okay. Let's let's talk TV shows uh, in this battle of comic book supremacy. Um, <clears throat> I think you guys might be aware that there's two DC shows that kind of dominate the airwaves, and that's Arrow and Flash. Mm-hmm. I'm sure at least two of you have heard of it. Wait, um, I'm sorry. Can you say this again? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> there's I- the. The Green Arrow has his own show called Arrow on the CW network. Now I was now hang on now. I thought that what? Batman had his own show named Arrow. I, I got confused on okay. that. It's it is confusing when you watch it. You it, you could replace the characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh so okay, so DC currently on their slate uh is Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow begins next year, uh Gotham, Supergirl. Constantine's been canceled, but it's sort of in limbo. Uh, it, I would say canceled. Uh, yeah. Krypton is in development, and then Blackbird, the Teen Titans TV show, has been ordered. But I don't think we'll ever see Krypton or Titans, to be honest. Uh, the TBS guy or TNT guy said that it, they want it bad. Well, maybe then. Um, that they said the cast should be announced by the end of summer. Hmm. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. You never know. Things come up. Yes. Krypton's going to be on sci-fi, I think. So, yeah, we'll it seems like a sci-fi esque show, if anything. You know? Yeah. Something I can skip. Um, <laughs> I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> at all. Awesome. 
see Gotham. I'm I'm into. Uh, I know you hate it, Matt, but <laughs> uh, don't be. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a uh, regular guest on the Gotham podcast. I gotta I gotta defend my boys over there. Oh uh, yeah, let them know if they need a guest. I'll come on. I watch it religiously. So I watched every episode of the season of Gotham and. It was hit or miss for me. Like some episodes were great, and then some I was like, "What is going on?" Then like halfway through an episode, I'm like, "This is awesome." Then they'll do something like, "What did I just see on television?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Them bringing them announcing that Joker is going to be a part of season two is going to throw me way out. Uh, yeah. I'm not too excited about that. Joker is not Jerome. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> that Joker. Yeah. Uh, that was a good turn, though. Yes. Um, okay, so that's DC's side of TV. And right now for Marvel, if you include Netflix, which I think you have to, uh, you get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of Carter just got, or Agents of Carter, Agent Carter just got renewed, and then Daredevil, a.k.a. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and uh, the Defenders eventually, and then Season 2 of Daredevil. Um, I, I don't think there's much of a debate yet. I mean, Daredevil was amazing. I think we can all agree on that if you've watched it. Mm-hmm. And is now the highest rated thing Netflix has ever done ever. <laughs> ever. Is, that, is, that, is that right? Yeah, yes, I, I, I saw that. Yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and but then on DC, you know, I think Daredevil is their biggest property as far as TV goes. Agents of Shield is is eh, it's okay, but it's not doing well. Uh, then you have it's 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 uh, as far as I know, as far as the ratings go, I think it's doing I think it's doing pretty good. I know Flash beat it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two episodes that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ran together with them, as far as ratings go. Uh, but yeah, it, it's... I, I, I gotta look at the numbers on that to see what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually... how well it's doing. I, I'm an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. apologist, though. I'll... I'll... is very much <laughs> an S.H.I.E.L.D. apologist. I am, too. Yeah. I have been, because I want that show to succeed so, so badly. Um, I do, too, because I like it. It's, it's really fun. It's not the same as it actually succeeding. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Uh, but it's 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 funny to me, and I don't know if you guys have seen it on your Twitter accounts or just on the internet in general. Is uh, Flash is better than Agents of Shield? For me, it's v- two different animals. Uh, if you don't like, or, or Flash is better than Gotham, which is kind of a weird debate. Um, if you no, don't, it's not it's a better show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just I just mean I mean it's a weird debate because it's the same company. It's DC. Yeah. It's just a different channel. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that I mean, DC spreading itself up against all these different channels is maybe it's a, it's an interesting move. Like they're dominating all these, you know, their their presence on all these different channels. But like, I think next season or next uh, next kind of round of television, we're actually gonna have Gotham going up against Supergirl yeah. in the same same time slot, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a I weird choice. What's that? I think Supergirl's gonna win that one hands down. I think you're I mean, right. As much as uh, I do enjoy Gotham, I think you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't get me wrong. I want Supergirl to do very well because if it does, I think we're going to open the gates to all these other female-led superhero movies and shows because uh, we just don't have any right now. You exactly. talking about remember Birds of Prey? Oh God! If I could, if I could hit a button, you remember that, guys? I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was... I remember everything. I remember what was that guy, the bartender who remembered everything on Birds of Prey. <laughs> you don't remember that? I do. No, I, I do. <laughs> I had a bar. The informant, his meta ability was to remember everything, including apparently his mother's womb. Like right. Oh, so. wonderful. That's always wow. a good thing to know. <laughs> have on tap. To remember. Yeah, not not cool if that's your earliest memory. Uh, yeah, that's so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I watched it. That's all. That's all I'll say. 
Interesting take on Harley. That's that's all I'll say. On. Yes. It was something. <laughs> right. It was something. It certainly existed. It, yes, like the like the. <laughs> Like the Aquaman pilot and the Wonder Woman pilot from back in the day. It happened and we let it happen. (laughs) Right. Yes. Aquaman video game. The Justice League um, like TV movie. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? I have. It's bad. Have you seen? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the, uh, what was it? Like the New Mutants TV uh, movie or whatever it was with Jubilee. And I can't. Yeah. She's at an arcade. She's like doing the arcade she's so good at the game like she's her powers are manifesting and she's like shooting sparks and stuff yeah exactly <laughs> was that oh, i think it was generation next or something like that i can't remember yeah i'm surprised it wasn't a tie-in with pepsi with their whole generation next ad commercial <laughs> right uh, <laughs> uh but yeah gen- it wasn't anywhere near the the justice league thing that was when they're walking in the daylight down that alley in their costumes it's hideous yeah original fantastic four movie guys the uh, one that was made just to keep the rights uh, <laughs> yeah good movie yeah one that was made, but was it ever released because uh, there's one you can find it that's right it was I, never released but you can find it yeah yes yeah. it's there it's <laughs> in, uh, in season four of arrested development Yes, you're right. <laughs> oh, that's right, because he has the, the Thing costume. Yeah, he yeah. makes a musical version of the unreleased Fantastic Four movie. Right, right, starring <laughs> Sue Storm, or the the, first, the original Sue Storm. Right, right. Uh, nice, nice. Honey, help. I'm not even going to say the line. <laughs> Daddy needs to get his... Yeah. <laughs> fill in the blank. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh okay, so back to the, the the television side of things. Uh the Flash absolutely is dominating. Uh there wasn't a better show uh, I'd almost say better show on TV than The Flash last season. Uh, it's hard for me to say that cuz I love so many shows, like too many shows, but The Flash was amazing. Um and you guys have experienced, you talked about it every week. And uh I I can only assume the same Legends of Tomorrow looks great. Uh, Arrow had a down year. I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. They can't be all as good as season two, though. So, uh, yeah, but a, a high note. yeah, but it could have tried harder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, but then you go to Marvel, and Agents of Shield is is consistent. Uh, but I don't think it's blowing any doors open or any roofs off uh, as far as how good it is. Well, the Inhuman stuff I thought was really neat. Like, I'm I'm, I'm glad they're going that direction because mm-hmm. uh, you know they can't use mutants, obviously, because Fox is holding on to the rights like in its death grip. You know, uh, they'll <laughs> never they'll never let go of that. No, uh, as long well, as it keeps printing money. But I think uh, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I, I just I don't I don't know. Like, I, I really like uh, I really like the Inhumans angle. I think that's kind of cool. I like the fact that they're introducing powers into the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to season three. But yeah. You know, the, the first half of season one was kind of meh. Uh, there, there are parts of season two that were meh. As soon as I started getting really heavy into the Inhuman stuff, that's when it started picking up. Yeah. Uh, and that's, it's it's kind of weird with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because, like, the first half of the season just kind of, like, goes and goes. And then, like, at the end, that's when they start to, you know, roll down and or, or build up and get better and better and better. But it's kind of sad you have to sit through half of the season before it gets good. Uh, yeah, and with season one, I liked it, and then when, when the Winter Soldier came out, then it really picked up steam, because obviously they t- had to connect it um, oh, yeah. to that movie, and then kind of similarly, the, the two episodes that tied into Age of Ultron were good, uh, but it was very separate of like an event, um, but it, it did kind of 
fire the end, fuel the end of the season for them as well. Yeah. Uh, whereas they didn't actually reference anything from Guards of the Galaxy, which I didn't expect to happen, because why would they? Uh, yeah. There was no connection there, uh, which you could pretty much say to no connection to the 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 credit scene to Age of Ultron to anything that happened in Age of Ultron uh, with Thanos. But <clears throat> yeah. Um. Okay, so in the debate of TV shows, DC versus Marvel, I guess for me. I don't really have an argument on either side. I like all the shows. Uh, sad to say goodbye to Constantine, but nobody was watching it. Um, I watched it. I was watching it. Well, I guess nobody that mattered. We we don't matter, apparently. I watched it, too. <laughs> but I loved Constantine. It's, I it's Constantine probably because I didn't watch it. There you go. It's Matt's fault. You were my <laughs> fault. I was the one guy that didn't watch it that drove it all down. Yeah, one more guy to watch the show. One more guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll go stand in the corner. You're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like uh, Rorschach. It's like they'll say, save Constantine, and I'll whisper, no. <laughs> uh, Who watches Constantine? No, no, no. Not no. Bit. Constantine was a great show, but I mean, I, I, the joke was, even though as much as I was enjoying it, there was a reason why we weren't doing a constant TV talk. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And yeah, uh, B actually makes a good point in your chat room. It was doomed to fail being on Friday nights. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's where, where shows go to die. Yeah. I think there's only one successful show on a Friday night and that's been X-Files. Which is coming back. Right. Yeah. But then they moved it to Sunday night. So, it, I mean, yeah. it, it survived on a Friday night and got popular but to start a show on friday night uh, compared even with you know grim which has a, fa- a fan base uh it still was kind of like she said it was it was it was set up to fail yeah. um which is sad because it was done very well i thought uh it was it was a little bit like having a supernatural in the comic book world uh, the show supernatural mm-hmm. um which which but it, it was still cool to see the the easter eggs with all kinds of cool stuff and then the characters they brought in and I thought the acting was really well done and the writing was, was great. Uh, but yeah, it's sad, especially with, with how hard uh, Stephen Amell is pushing for them to kind of do some crossovers, which would have been awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, okay. I, I got nothing really left for the TV side of things other than to say that Daredevil was amazing and I can't talk about that show enough. Uh, and, and the flash too, of course. Yeah. I would think that the, the, the top tier, properties for marvel and dc for marvel obviously it's daredevil for dc i would say it's gotta be flash yeah oh yeah uh and then closely followed by gotham (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i was trying to give it some love but it was clearly not the case (laughs) uh yeah all right uh so let's you know we got we got a little bit of time left the the biggest chunk of this war of Marvel versus DC on the online universe is the movies. Uh, we kind of dug a little bit into it, but so we're, we're, we're going to kind of focus on the Marvel cinematic universe. So not the, the Sony properties, not the Fox properties. Those are important to this argument, but it doesn't really lend credence to the, the Marvel versus DC fight that I see so often on Twitter. Every time there's a new news article about who got cast for winter soldier or, you know, whatever uh, the case may be when they announce the big slate of movies that are coming up, uh, so it's DC wins or whatever, you know, oh, you guys, geez. you guys see it all the time. Uh, and the DC side, we'll start there cause there's less of a body of work. We've had man of steel. And I think bell just said on Twitter, he just watched it to prepare. 
Uh, was that you or Bo? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was me. Okay, yeah, that was you. I watched it, too, and I I found myself... I, I'm not a Superman fan. Uh, I enjoyed the the... It looked great, the movie, and I thought it was going to be amazing with the trailers, and it looked it looked awesome. Uh, I just didn't enjoy the movie itself. Uh, I love Amy Adams, but she didn't feel like Lois Lane to me. And that's why you're wrong, Dave. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I'll stop talking. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I mean... I love all the characters in the Superman world except for Superman himself. I'm just not a fan. Of, you know, it's Batman. Batman versus Superman. I got to take Batman. Uh, but uh, I understand where it was and what it was doing and setting the, the building blocks for this universe that they're going to build. And we're going to see Batman versus Superman, which we got the, the three minute trailer for. And we've got the movie pretty much in photographs for us for Suicide Squad already. If you just do like a little flip book, you can watch the movie. Oh, with, watch the car chase scene. And watch the car chase scene over and over and over. Uh, <laughs> uh, which, I, I don't know about you guys, I'm sick of all the leaked pictures. Uh, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to inadvertently have something spoiled for me. Matt said today something was spoiled for him. It, yeah, oh, Don't tell was. me what it is, because I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it. No, 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 I won't, but it, it's, it's just become impossible. But I, I'm just sitting here having a conversation with somebody on Twitter about it. And it is an open set. Because they were on the they're on the streets they, and yeah they're on the streets. It's an open set. They didn't close anything, so they must want people wandering through. And the only thing I can think of is they must want to hype this film pretty bad as much as they can. But it, it's still really annoying to me because I don't like set pictures. I like seeing everything when the movie comes out. So right, and we don't know the context of this. This could be like a I guess it it couldn't be a flashback scene because we've seen. Pictures mm-hmm. of, of Margot Robbie out of makeup um, mm-hmm. as Harley and Quinzel. Uh, so a- anyway, I, and I'm now I'm giving out spoilers for people that haven't seen the pictures, but uh, that's not part of the debate. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is annoying. So, okay, we're going to get Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad. I'll just run through the list real quick. Wonder Woman, Justice League Part 1, The Flash, Aquaman, Shazam, Justice League Part 2, Cyborg, and then finally uh, we'll reboot the Green Lantern movie, apparently. Um, a... Safe to say, in Justice League, we're gonna see Aquaman, Flash, Sazam, Cyborg, and Green Lantern, right? You would think in mm-hmm. that in that so, yeah. first part. So by the fourth movie, we'll have the team together at least. Uh, the big debate of how DC is doing it compared to how Marvel's doing it is Marvel set up the characters first and then the team. That's not the case here. Is that a mistake? Uh, we'll start with you, Matt. No doesn't matter uh dc need to do something different at this point to uh separate themselves to not appear so much as just copying what marvel did and saying what marvel did is the only way to do something is really limiting and (laughs) not correct so uh, i'm glad they're doing something that is their own way to do it okay uh bo you know, we've talked a lot actually on panel to screen about kind of the Marvel method and how it's been uh, perhaps wrongfully applied in a lot of different franchises. I would actually argue that DC is doing itself a disservice to jump directly into the team and not give each character uh, the chance to kind of establish itself first. Um, I would actually even point to the most recent Marvel film, which was Age of Ultron, where we got a lot of characters added to the team without, you know, an establishment film. Uh, so, the, so essentially Marvel was going against the Marvel method from that standpoint. And I feel like it hurt those characters. 
So, you know, based on what we've seen, I, I get the idea of DC needs to do something different, but at the same time, why? Because if it works and it works well, why not do that? I mean, I, I you know, the Marvel versus DC, and, and perhaps this is the point that we'll probably all kind of jump to, but, you know, in the end, the winner is us, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I, want, I want, you know, the best possible thing for both franchises, and I do think that giving the characters time to establish themselves prior to teaming up is the best method there. Um, hopefully, DC will prove me wrong, but that's um, that's that's how I feel. I was gonna save it for my like Jerry Springer like out uh, for the episode, but when <laughs> my final thoughts, yeah, when when DC and Marvel fight, whether it's comics, TV, movies, whatever, we win. Because mm-hmm. uh, if they're just trying to top each other and make more money, they're gonna make something good usually. And well, that's the idea, right? Exactly. You hope they do. In in your lifetime, I never thought I would see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as a movie, let alone Batman fighting Superman on the big screen. Never. That blew me away. Yeah, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy. Rocket Raccoon is a is a well known character now because of a movie when he was just Mm -hmm. a throwaway in the comic books. Like nobody cared. Go back fifteen years and tell somebody that. In 15 years, there's going to be an animated raccoon in a movie that made half a billion dollars, and mm-hmm. they'll put you in an insane asylum. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, totally agree. All right. Um, uh, take it away, Bell. What do you think as far as the the Marvel method versus what DC is proposing they're doing? Well, so so my issue here is that so yeah, we have this established method that Marvel does. And it, it works, clearly. Uh, and the, the problem that I have is that DC, they they want to do their own thing, and that's fine. That's perfect. That's great. But it seems like what they're trying to do is they're trying to do the opposite of what Marvel's doing. And I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing for them. I kind of agree with Bo on this. Uh, and the reason being is look at Coulson's death in the first Avengers versus spoilers. For those of you who have not seen <laughs> Age of Ultron, uh, Quicksilver's death. In Age what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you go back, you watch all the Marvel movies, Coulson's in every single one uh, in, in, in Phase 1. And so you, you kind of, like, get these pieces of this character, and then in Avengers, he's got this role, and then he dies, and it's huge. And then I loved Quicksilver in Age of Ultron, but it just doesn't feel the same when he died. You know, it, it, it still was impactful, but mm. it, it didn't feel as impactful to me at least as as Coulson's death and so what I what I don't want is I don't want DC to feel that they have to be different from Marvel so they have to purposefully do stuff differently they have to make everything not lighthearted, and they have to make it dark and gritty or they have to you know not introduce characters first and just have a team movie I want them just to make good movies oh yeah go ahead Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say to the death point. This is the only time we've ever in the in the history of cinema had the opportunity to have an, uh, a death like Coulson's be as impactful as it was. Uh, I think the reason Quicksilver's death wasn't as impactful wasn't because he wasn't in so many movies. I just think the character was handled rather poorly. Because think about how many films you've seen that are just one film where you're really attached to a character that dies by the time they die in that movie. And that's because of good filmmaking, not because you've known that character for five films before they finally die. Well, I think with Coulson's death, it was treated like a TV show and it's coming from Joss Whedon 
you're building up this character to be really likable and it's the least likely character to die in your mind because he's so peripheral to the action. And then it just drops this bomb on you. And it's the Whedon formula for killing characters. Typically it's typically it's when the guy gets the girl and the cute couple is happy. One of them has to die. Uh, yeah, they say typically always. Yes. It's, it's a hundred percent. The fact every time. Um, oh when Whedon has control of your, your favorite characters, you're going to end in tears. Um, that's just the Even way that Shakespeare movie he did. It's the same thing. R- right. But he didn't, that, he was, know, he didn't write he, that. Even <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, who's uh, Danny close, close the topic out. Close the topic out. Do you um, remember what it was? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, obviously the only thing that really ever matters to me, because obviously, as you said, no matter what, we're the ones who win because we're the ones watching it. And hopefully it's worth our $15 to go see it in the theater, you know? Um, but as long as it's faithful to the characters that, that I like, like, honestly, like, I don't mind most changes. I just, for example, this has nothing to do with comics, but it is a remake and, and essentially the, so that's taking a source material and translating it again, uh, which is what comic book movies are. So it's a good parallel. I just saw the remake of Poltergeist and, um, mm. what I liked was that they kept the stuff that actually mattered and then changed stuff that didn't actually really matter to do the same mm-hmm. core story. Um, there was some stuff that was obviously not as good as the original, but what they kept was the stuff that actually mattered. And as long as they're doing that in those movies, um, mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's, that's all I really care about. And I'll enjoy it no matter what, because those are just good stories, you know? All right. Uh, okay. So I ran down the slate of DC movies that are planned um, that we have, they've announced. And then there's also talks of the, the Superman sequel, which is no longer Batman versus Superman. I think they've pretty much made clear uh, the Man of Steel mm-hmm. sequel. And then the Batman solo film where hopefully we don't get another origin story. Uh, we don't need it. Um, yeah. But I so, still don't know where Bruce Wayne came from. Uh, <laughs> well, we can answer where babies come from off air. Oh, oh okay. Awesome. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, say, when a mommy and daddy love each other very much, <laughs> in <an> alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy and Daddy love you very much, and then eight years later they die. That's how Batmans are made. That's how Batmans are made, yes. That's how Batmans are made, yes. You guys seen that comic? It's Batman the Ride, and it's like this it's 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 his parents on either side of him, the kids in the middle seat of the roller coaster, and he's like all happy, and then the next panel, uh <laughs> it's it's the kid and his two parents have bullet holes in their chest and they're dead. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, well, not, he is, as, as we learned from uh, Dark Knight Rises, Bruce Wayne is king of the orphans. <laughs> yes. Yes. So and now they all. That's the Newsies, technically. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. There you go. Cowboy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're speaking my language right there. <laughs> it's Bo, a font life carrying Bo. the banner. Bo loves Newsies more than almost anything else in his life. I was jamming out to some Newsies uh, earlier today. I love me some Newsies. So next time you do a live show, there needs to be Newsies playing before you guys start. Love it. There you go. Uh, okay, so 2016. Just think about this. Back in the when DC and Marvel compete, we win. 2016, we're going to see Captain America slash Avengers 3, Civil War, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, where am I? Uh, Deadpool, X-Men Apocalypse, Gambit, Batman vs. Superman, and Suicide Squad. All in that year. Mm. Wow. 
if that doesn't make you salivate as a geek, as a nerd, as a comic book fan, I don't know what is going to. And plus, right leading into that, you get the new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to need some time to myself. <laughs> cold, cold showers. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I'll be right back. After <laughs> break. Right. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a good, good year. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to go in as far as this 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 debate goes. We could have talked a long time on just characters. Uh, who's better? Quicksilver or The Flash? And then you just run down that list of the same character on each oh, side. Where, that's I mean, there's fun. no debate there. It's The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's be serious. On every single level, it's, it's The Flash. Right, right. But you know what I'm saying. Like these battles of the same type of character that was created on either side. Where, yes, there's there's some ire there where, oh, well, they're just copying one another. And maybe, but why can't they have a universe with a super with a speedster? They probably need that for that universe. Why not have it? Right. Uh, and there are only so many superpowers to go around. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I didn't want to take it down that road uh, with this conversation because then it's just a, a discussion about fantasy battles of... Yeah. Superman versus Captain America or whatever you want to do. Batman My dad can kick your dad's ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But Dave, seriously, Dark Claw versus uh, Thanos could go. Thanos. Thanos. I'm going Thanos. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dark Claw. Prep time. Infinite prep time. <laughs> is infinite healing. Like, you know, infinite prep time and infinite healing factor and, uh, you know, adamantium skeleton. Come on. Come on. Infinity, uh, wait, is this like in Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet or without? Because that's a pretty big power difference right there. Oh, um, yeah. Let's go. It's – I didn't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny, your homework. You're in Thanos, but otherwise I'll say Dark Claw. I'll get working on my book report, Dave. You got it. That's your homework. Yeah, yes. get started. Okay. I'll use empirical evidence. <laughs> Uh, I think unless you guys have anything to throw in, that's the end of our debate for now. We'll revisit this for sure when more of these movies come out, and hopefully uh, all you guys can come back on and we can discuss it more um, when we see more Supergirl and all this other awesome stuff that we're going to get. But I've actually gotten a request, if you guys don't mind, we do this thing on our Geek Out episodes where we play a a movie trivia game. Ooh, snap. I, I I do have one final comment I'd like to make. Absolutely. So regardless of where you stand on the Marvel or DC side, you know, uh, argument, uh, I I think the most important thing is to uh, realize that these are movies that people are supposed to enjoy and it doesn't make any sense to get angry at other people for liking one or the other. Yeah. Um, And because you see a lot of hatred, a lot of vitriol being spit on the internet at people. Oh, you like DC? You're stupid. Oh, you Mm -hmm. like Marvel? You're stupid. You know, and I, I, I don't think that's healthy. And I think, you know, it, it, it serves us better as a community of geeks to not hate our own kind mm-hmm. you know <laughs> well, yeah yeah uh, we did a whole episode about this on our show uh called uh hunting trolls or something like that and it was basically the same idea it's like guys don't let the vocal minority uh reinforce all the negative stereotypes about our right. geek community i mean because the people that are spitting all that bile are not the majority of fans. The majority of fans are people like us that are having intelligent conversations and enjoying ourselves and contribute worthwhile things to society and to pop culture. So stand up and, and be that reasonable person and let you know the world know that geeks aren't basement-dwelling neckbeards. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I mean, if, if you want to argue, you know, Marvel versus DC, do it from like, like we just did, you know, do it from like a standpoint of, you know, not like hating or insulting and stuff like that. Just, you know, bring forward what you like about the movies, what you don't like about the other movies. Keep it civil, you know? Yeah. What I've always said from the start of this, 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 this website and podcast is we're here to talk about the things and debate them civilly as fans. We're all right. we're all in the same group. Uh, when it wasn't cool to be this much of a geek, uh, most of us are that that old to be in oh. that group. Where reading a comic book during lunch wasn't cool. It got uh, you shoved into a trash can. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're in a world now where the geeks are making the money and the geeks are cool. Let's celebrate it together instead of tearing everything down. Um, and just have a good time with all of it. If I, you know, if I can kind of bounce off of what Matt said and what, what Bell said, it, it, it's very true. Uh, one last question for the round table and then I'll do it. We'll do some trivia. If you guys don't, if you don't want to have anywhere to go. Um, all right, Matt, uh, we'll start with uh-huh. you. DC versus Marvel. Is there one or both? Uh, both. Both. I, do, I mean, yep. why not? There's room for everybody. I enjoy things from both. Both. All right, and, Bell. Yeah, if I had to pick one, yeah, um, I, I I would say as far as the cinematic like uh, the, the the movies and stuff go, I would have to pick Marvel. Uh, I, you know what? Honestly, like for me as a fan, I'm probably more of a Marvel fan than I am a DC fan, but I love them both. So okay, like it's like trying to choose between you know which child is your favorite or something. Oh, that's easy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the one, right? It's the one I don't have yet. It's the one that's not currently crying. That's right. <laughs> uh, Bo, do you have do you have a choice between the two or both? I think what we've seen in the last past year is that a single uh, product can change the game ultimately. Like for example, before Daredevil, I would have said uh, um, you know easily Marvel on the big screen and uh, DC on the small screen. Um, however, back then, before Daredevil, all we had to go off of was one you know, one product, which was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live right now in a world where the cinematic universe, we only have one product to go off of, which is Man of Steel. So I think ultimately we don't have enough information to choose winners on either side, um, which is not the same. I wouldn't have said the same thing uh, even a couple of months ago. Daredevil really did change the game. So, uh, so yes is the answer to the question. <laughs> and Danny? Um, I'm just going to have to say both. Honestly, there's winners and losers on both sides. So, yeah. uh, like it, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to really make a distinction in, in any of the forms. So. Right. And coming from cinematic side, you've got your Batman and Robins, but you also have your X-Men last stands. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are. I mean, those are that. That's like the same. Yeah, that's the same. Same. Those are equally as bad. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah. All right. But I will say this: DC doesn't have an X-Men Origins Wolverine. Very true. That's a good point. It, yeah, uh, I would present Green Lantern. I was gonna say that. Oh, I was yeah. actually gonna hold that as as evidence. I try to forget about Green Lantern. Never I forget. Think the world has to. Danny Green Lantern. Never forget. <laughs> too soon Dave. too soon alright so let's if you guys are cool with it you want to play a game sure. yeah. let's do it man. I'm always in to lose alright so this is a game we've stolen from uh, Doug Benson's podcast Doug Loves Movies um, he basically picks or he has someone from his audience pick an actor, actress, or director that has a large body of work and we go around the room naming movies that they've done that are completed and they're films not TV shows until you can't name one and then you're out. Oh, I'm going to be bad at this game. <laughs> yeah, and so 
I have to ask. Weird. We'll do. We'll I've do too many movies. We'll do two actors, and we'll keep it comic book related as far as the actors go. But I actually even let uh, somebody from your chat room pick uh, those two actors. So we're going to start with Samuel L. Jackson. Now, this is the honor system. I trust you guys aren't going to look him up on the internet while we're talking. Hear your keyboard. <laughs> and and I have to ask your chat room to not shout out answers uh, as we go along until we're done. Specifically uh, directed, or did you say act, acted or directed? Acted or directed. All right. So. Good. Uh, I can't think of a single movie Samuel L. Jackson directed. <laughs> um. He directed Phantoms, right? He's the <laughs> Everybody of all time was involved in Phantoms at some point. Yeah. I was uh, I worked craft services on Phantoms, don't you know? Oh, is that when you were in Boston? Yeah. Bacon of films, yes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, everybody has a connection to the Phantoms. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll start with Samuel L. Jackson. That'll be our first one. So basically, one movie from him. I'll write it down so we don't get duplicates and we can remember where we're going. Uh, I'm excluded from the game. I'll be your game show host. Uh, call out their names. Is that how it's going to work? Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll start with uh, we'll start with with Matt. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. All right. Bell. Snakes on a plane. Oh. Uh, Winter Soldier. Danny. A time to kill. Oh, pulling from the deep cuts already. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I got this. I think I know this one pretty well. Uh, oh, and I should make it clear, it's got to be the exact name of the movie. So you're doing it right so far. Captain America, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Age of Ultron. If it's got a hyphen it, it's got to be in there to count, okay? All right, back around to Matt. Uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service. All right, uh, I think we went to Bell next. Pulp Fiction. Oh, Sin City. He's in Sin City. I don't. I don't. He was I the don't know. No, dang it! No, that was. No, uh, I, I know what movie <laughs> you're thinking of. You gave me my next answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, dang it! Stupid film noir. <laughs> uh, Danny. Black Snake Moan. Matt. Uh, Iron Man. All right, yeah, he is in that. Okay, uh, Bell. The spirit. There it is. Ah. <laughs> uh, Danny. Um, one second, sorry. One second to change. to look it up. Is that what that no, is? No, no, no. <laughs> My brain froze for a second. All right, Matt. Uh, Iron Man two. Bell. Wind out of myself, Iron Man two. Uh, uh, Iron Man three. Oh, with a question mark. I don't remember if he was in there or not. He is. He is not in there. God. Dang it. <laughs> All right, we're down to two. Got it, Danny. Okay. Die Hard three with a vengeance. That's really the one you want to go with. Is that the full title of that? I know he's in a Die Hard movie. I think it's Die Hard 3, right? What's the title? Last Chance. Oh, come on. Um, oh he gets help? I could have... Wait, hang on now. No, I'm not getting help, though, because he's not telling me. That's He just basically told me what I said was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving him credit. I just want to see if he can I pull am, it out. I'm out, then. I'm out. <laughs> it's Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, Matt, you got one more? Um... Do I have one more Avengers? 
Uh, okay. Say Avengers. No one said no Avengers. <laughs> Matt started. Matt started with the Age of Ultron. Incredibles. Incredibles is a good one. So there's so many to list that you guys missed. Uh, snakes on a plane. Snakes. snakes on a plane. Oh, I missed that one. I guess. Uh, that was the first one. Um, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's right. Oh, Deep Blue really? Sea. That's so a good one. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. I got eaten by a big shark. Deep Blue Sea. Deepest, deepest, bluest. Manhattan is like a shark's fin. Yes, yes. Uh, you missed Cool J's finest performance. You missed three Star Wars movies to pull from. Uh, you could have pulled from the Star Wars movies. Oh, nice. oh yeah. Uh, I think about those movies. That's why I always forget. <laughs> Shaft. You got Shaft. Shaft. Uh, SWAT. Kill Bill 1 and 2. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot missed there. But the Django good. was mentioned. The Django was mentioned. The Jan- yeah, Django was mentioned. Yep. Did you just call it the Django? The Django. I, I am dyslexic, and that is how I read, sir. That's how, judge me. That's how the white people have to say it. Pterodactyl. <laughs> Dyslexic. Uh, we have time. Do you want to do one more? Yes, sure. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll let you guys choose. Uh, the choices are Robert Downey Jr. or Michael Keaton. Ooh, Michael Keaton. Jr. Oh, Michael Keaton would definitely be harder for me. I don't know. Take that as you will. If we want harder, then let's go harder. Well, I think we've. We, I think it's more fun if we can people stay in the game longer. All right. I, I can. Uh... What? I don't know. For me, it's kind of the same for both. So yeah, either way is gonna be tricky. Well, we'll start with Downey, and if we have time, we'll do both. All right, let's do it. All right, uh, we'll we'll go reverse order. So Danny, you can start with Downey Jr. Okay, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. All right, Bo. Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows. I don't know any of those titles. So. I really like that movie. All That's right, the second one, right? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I gave a lot away there. My bad. Uh, Bell. Uh, Iron Man. Matt. Iron Man Two. Here we go. <laughs> Danny. Here we go. <laughs> Danny. Um. <laughs> He's trying Fine. to go. I'm gonna do Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Two, otherwise known as Iron Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count as both of them? Did you just take both of them out? He said no, the first one already. Not a kiss, bang, bang, too. See, <laughs> <laughs> so go, yeah. Iron Man 3. Uh, all right, Bo. Tropic Thunder. Nice. Bell? Uh, the Avengers. Matt? The Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> Danny? The Judge. Good movie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Bo? Sherlock Holmes. First one. Perfect. Well. Oh, crap. Um, Uh-oh. Wow, why is my brain blinking? Um, oh, uh, The Incredible Hulk. There we go. Matt? I'm out. Oh! I've got no, I really haven't seen very many Robert Downey Jr. movies. Okay. Uh, I'm out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Danny? I'm going to think for one second, and then I'll let you know. One. Yep, I'm out. Seriously? Yeah, I'm out. All right. Bo? A Scanner Dark. Nice. That oh, that's right. Movie. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, Bell? Oh, crap. Is it me versus Bo? Yep, <laughs> it is. 
and he doesn't have anything else. I know it. Oh, yeah. or maybe he does. I don't know. Um, um, um. One very obvious one that has not been taken yet. Yeah, there is. That's the one I'm trying to think of. Oh my god! And now I'm looking at his filmography, going, "Oh man!" <laughs> sheesh, sheesh. There's oh, two uh, two people in the chat room are screaming at their screens right now. Uh, trying to remember. I know, I know the judge has already been said, but it's like popping in my head. It's like the only thing that's in there. I can't remove it. Because <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say that. Hold that's on, the judge curse. Um, um, um. I'm trying to think of the 80s. I'm trying to go back. I've got two more. I've got two more readily available. Ooh, he's got two more in the chamber. Bold. Bold. Yeah, I guess I'm out. <laughs> got no end to hold it. No end to fold it. All right, Bo. Technically, you win, but what do you got? Uh, you want both of them? Yeah. Okay, so Iron Man 3 was never actually mentioned in this game. Uh, it was. Yeah, we went through Iron yeah, Man. Was. Oh, is yeah. that yeah, right? All, yeah. Yeah, all the Iron Mans are done. You said you said uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, otherwise known as Iron Man Three. No, 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 I said Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Two, otherwise known as Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, Kiss oh, Kiss, right. Kiss Bang Bang was already used. Right. Okay. All right. All right. I got confused there. Well, the the other one that I had in the chamber was uh, Good Night and Good Luck. Nice. There you oh, go. That's right. He is. He played the guy who was secretly married to the girl, and then they got found out midway through. Is he in Zodiac? He is. Yeah. Oh, the big sure. one. The big one you missed, which Duncan Vergari in your in your chat room is freaking out about, was my favorite. Weird Science. He was in Weird Science. Oh, He's the bully yeah. that pours uh, the ices or gets the ices poured on him. That's that takes that takes me back. Yeah. Um. Oh. What else? Uh. Weird. I don't want a Slurpee. Thanks, Dave. Um. The soloist due date was a recent one. Was Zach Galifianakis? Uh. Zodiac is a good one. Uh. Chaplin. U.S. Marshals, Chaplin, <laughs> Chaplin. Uh, Gothica. He was, oh, he was a doctor in Gothica. He was in the Shaggy Dog. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, well, that's that's Tim Allen. And uh, recently, Chef, uh, the movie Chef, with uh... anyway. All right. Okay. So, Mike... is he in Fast Food Nation? I already went away from his filmography, so no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I say no. You think he's in one scene? No, that's Bruce Willis. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was never in that movie. Yeah, Bruce Willis is the cameo. Never mind. Yeah, Bruce Willis has the easy flow elbow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, now I remember. Did, did anybody catch that reference, anyone? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, all right, so it was it was requested by Irwin's zombie cat wants Michael Keaton really bad, so uh, we're going to do Michael Keaton. Why does he want there? it so bad? I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know. What is he getting out of this? Val Kilmer would be a good one. Dude, right, I, last could do, I could do some Val Kilmer. We doing Val or we doing Michael? We'll do Michael. Well, well, all right. All right. What, what do you guys feel more comfortable can, with? Can I start so I can at least get one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, does, it's hard because Michael Keaton kind of disappeared for a while. But then he made a major comeback in the recent years. He sure yes, did. But that's <laughs> like a couple movies. I'm so. interested. I want to see what, what happens here. Let's do Michael I, Keaton. I, I, I could do some Keaton. All right. Let's All right. Let's do some Keaton. All right. We'll mix it up. We'll start from the middle. We'll go with Bell. You drug the kids are into these days. The Keaton. <laughs> Can do that? Some, some of that Keaton, bro. The Keaton. Like auto. <laughs> I want to claim the best Michael Keaton movie, which was Tim Burton's 1989 classic Batman. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we'll go Matt. Johnny Dangerously. Nice. All right. Uh, Danny. Beetlejuice. Damn it. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bo. Birdman. 
Nice. Wait, wait, wait. What's the first full title? <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> Birdman, colon. Or. Harvey, or. Birdman, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law? There it is. <laughs> uh, where do we go? I know it. Uh, you know what? Uh, the full title of Birdman. It's Birdman. It's Birdman or something. Oh. Uh, or it the unexpected the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Exactly. Yeah, Oh. And the importance of being earnest. <laughs> the importance of, be- and the importance the of being earnest goes to jail. We're playing <laughs> yes. a different game now. Build a title. Well, it, 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 okay. The importance of being earnest, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Burn, uh, sorry, you know what I mean? Burn. 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 All right. Uh, now we're back to Bell. Uh, multiplicity. Oh, see, that's more than one. It's multiple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see what I did there? Uh, Matt. Robocop. Oh. All right, uh, Bo. Batman Returns. There it is. Danny? Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. Um, <laughs> are you out? Yeah, I'm out. That's a very famous unproduced script, though, I'll have you know. I think they're making Beetlejuice 2. They are making yeah, Beetlejuice 2, but there, the was, one. there was a Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. It's going to happen, everybody. All right, uh, back to Bell. Uh, Mr. Mom. Nice. Uh, Bo? Oh, no, Matt. I'm sorry. Oh, he just stole my Mr. Mom. Let me think. <laughs> uh, uh, I... Oh, boy. I think I got to tap out. Ooh. Got to gotta yell at the, at the chat room not to, not to call out titles that haven't been said yet. I can't see the chat room. Okay, good. Know. All right. I got to tap out. All right. I, I, I don't think I got... Uh, I got nothing left. All right, Bo? All right, this is going to have to go to the judges because I'm not sure, but the Life Aquatic? No. I'm looking. No. I don't, oh, I don't, don't see it, yeah. <sighs> who, who am I thinking of? Life Aquatic. That's Murray. Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray? Uh, I can't think right now. Who I else? Think, is? I think I was thinking of Bill Murray's character. I think Ed Norton is in that, maybe? Uh, I don't no, know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, one of the Wilson. Yeah, it's it's, it's Bill Murray. That's who I was thinking of. And uh, Woody oh. Harrelson, I think, is in there, too. Woody Harrelson, okay. Uh, so, uh, I think we're down to... Oh, I think Bell won. I won? No, he has, to, he, he has to name another movie, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you got one more. Um, I'm trying not to not to say the one that was in the chat, because I saw that. Okay. I'm not cheating, so... Uh, but I saw uh, that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, man, now I'm looking and I'm like, how did I miss these? Um, I'm going to say something pretty funny while I let you stall. Uh, Danny, there is a movie he was in, a short called Hawaiian Vacation. Hey! Hawaiian yeah. Vacation. <laughs> oh, I just thought of one. I just thought of the best one. Can I say one after he Oh, fails? wait, wait. What about Bob? What about Bob? No. Nope. I've never seen that movie. Okay, I got one. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Danny? So do I still win, though? Yeah, you win. <laughs> okay, good. All right, I'm going to say it's full title and it's tagline. Ready? Here we go. Jack Frost, Snow Dad is better than No Dad. <laughs> oh, yes. Jack uh, I, I also completely forgot about Night Shift. How Night Shift, uh, Night Shift. Need for Speed he was in, the game movie, uh, video game movie. Cars, Toy Story 3. He's, oh, Toy Story. Right. he's the bear, isn't he's, he? No, he's Ken. Oh, he plays Ken, that's right. I thought the he's bear was like that. Goodman or something like that. Maybe not. Yeah. No, no. Is the bear John Goodman? I think the bear is John Goodman. 
Can't remember. But he was Ken, uh, Barbie's new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one you missed? Uh, yeah, the one from the chat room. The other guys. Yeah. Oh, right. He's amazing in that. Got a part-time job at Kinko's, right? Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond or something and and he always quotes TLC without realizing claiming he doesn't know what he's talking about all right Uh, do you want to do Val Kilmer or are we we calling it I think we have to call it man fair enough yeah all right guys uh, real quick thank you so much for joining me Um, one more time around the horn Matt how can they find your podcast and Twitter at 2BG pod and we're available on the Atomic Geekdom website as well awesome uh, so Pod is also my uh, my favorite droid from the Star Wars series. All right, I'm gonna well, tell you're welcome. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you to shut up now, Danny. All right, you got it. <laughs> uh, Bell, uh, do you want your your personal Twitter out there? Yeah, I am at Ring That Bell, spelled B E A L L. All right, and then Bo, I'm at the real Bo York, and I spell my name B E A U. You can also find our various podcasts: uh, Panel to Screen, Flash TV Talk. Um, also, like I said, I'm on, on the Gotham podcast. Occasionally we're about to go back into Arrow TV talk. We do a lot of podcasts over at podesteria.com. That's P O D A S T E R Y.com. I'll have all the links and stuff in the show notes for this as well on our website. So everybody can find them very easily. Danny, you're on Twitter at, uh, my, I am at Nick comma Daniel, the word comma, because that's how Twitter works. <laughs> <laughs> Way to spell it out for everybody. You got it. And you can find us at atomic geekdom. Uh, everything you need for the show is at atomicgeekum.com. And thanks for listening, guys. Thanks so much for joining me tonight on this very special edition of the Atomic Geekdom podcast. It's been a blast. Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having us again. Absolutely. Thanks to those in the chat, too, for uh, for sticking around. For sure, yeah. yes. Thanks for staying yeah, up. thanks for listening, peoples. There you go. <laughs> Subscribe to all our awesome podcasts that we just mentioned on iTunes. And Come on, do it now. <laughs> if you listen to mine, I promise it's all just dirty jokes and foul language. But Oh, can I, can I plug my podcast? It's, uh, it's called Serial. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. <laughs> it's widely considered the first podcast. Wait, are you are you Adnan? Uh, yeah, totally. Oh, uh, you totally just killed don't, it. Don't, you, don't tell anybody. You totally murdered your girlfriend, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, man, that's what they say. All right. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot.